Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DOC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking doc. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, yo? This is This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. It's your boy, DJ Paul KOL from 360 Young Busy Ball. Vice World. This your man, Matt Smine, the hell raise up. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Ross, and you're listening to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Been putting in a lot of work. Um, man, how long have you known 420? 
I met 420 um, on a tour with Infamous. Uh, we was actually in Nashville, and uh, I had known him, but he was supposed to open up for us in, um, in Nashville. I think it was me, Chad, uh, and Infamous was uh, performing. Uh, I can't even remember the venue, but was performing in Nashville, and I met him and. Um, he talked to Infamous, and Infamous was impressed with him, and the rest is history. Yeah. Memphis uh, is, is, is such a talented city. You know what I'm saying? So many people came out of there. You were in the thick of it and got to witness it all come together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you yeah. grew up down the street before Infamous, didn't you? Next door. It's not down the street. Next door. I could walk out my door and walk in here. <laughs> wow! So you guys, and the actual, you, know, you got to see the whole thing then, everything. Yeah, and you know, Paul, you know, Paul's there. The actual picture uh, on the "Fuck I Turn Out" album cover is on Lord Infamous' porch. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um, I have to send it to you, man. But the actual album cover, I'm sitting on on his porch. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sitting right there on on this place where he stayed. So the album cover is like, man, it, it's going to be legendary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Paying homage to to your longtime friend. You know, um, did he, uh, you know, since he came up, you know, before you, was he instrumental? Like, did he help you uh, and influence you in any way to uh, do what you're doing now? Well, yeah and no because when I'm just gonna be real, you no, know, because like I said, we I grew I'm younger than uh than Lord was and uh, seeing him, you know, we just kicking it, you know, interacting. Him and my cousin, R.I.P. You know, my cousin passed away uh, as well. Um, seeing them interact, you know, I was just the younger guy that just just was kicking it with them, but. Um, you know, he he influenced me. He I don't even think he I don't even think him and Paul was rapping in when I met him. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't no music stuff. And you know when when it came about, he was like, he actually doing music. You know, he just sit there on. I just remember him sitting on the steps, and I was like, you know, I didn't think nothing about it. He was like, man, I'm just sitting there, you know, reciting. He said reciting. He didn't say rapping. And it was like, shoot, you know, I used to sit there and listen to him or whatever. And next thing you know, I was like, shoot, dude, I want to rap. You know what I'm saying? I was I was playing basketball, and I was like, man, I want to rap. And next thing you know, it was um, they, R.I.P. Ramsey, which uh, he ended up, Ramsey ended up doing a song with Paul, on Paul, I think Paul 15. And um, he was talking about the crime click, which was, you know, that's the name of our neighborhood, which me and my um, associates, you know, we called our group the crime click because that was the neighborhood because, you know, we got her hustling. And boom, there, you know, that's how that, that's how that happened. And Infamous would drive through because, you know, he had, they had moved away. He would drive through all the time, just constantly. Like Paul now would come through. They had, you know, they had went to Black Haven. They would still come through. And Infamous was like, 
you know, you nice, you nice, you know. And I want at that time, I don't know if you know our old stuff. You know, I was rapping fast then. And I was like, but now I was like, man, you know, I didn't get, you know, started getting older. I was like, man, twenty. I was like, fuck that rap shit, uh, like fast shit. You know, Bone can have it because I felt like they didn't took that. Let me do something else. So I was like, I'm, I want you to hear everything that I say. I don't want no problems. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that's how all that came about. Wow. So, yeah, you eventually developed your own style, kind of separated from what everybody else was doing at the time because everybody was twisted at the time. Everybody. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of a lot of people probably don't know, but, you know, you say, like, everybody was twisting Everybody was twisting, but Gangsta Black and Player Fly. Yeah. Skinner was twisting, and you know I can say this about Skinner. Skinner T. Skinner was the first person that put me in the studio. Besides uh, what I did with the Crime Click, when I, you know, after you know when I was doing it, Skinner, uh, I ended up hooking up with Skinner Film. Skinner was the first person. I don't even know if he released the song. But Skinner was the first person that, that fucked with me. He put you in the Before, studio. He must have really, was really impressed with you at that time. And that, I, you know, me and him never had that conversation. No. I never, to this day, me and Skinner never had that conversation. But I respect him, you know, and I appreciate him to the utmost. Because of that, I, it's just like, you know, he he took a chance, put me in the studio. I I think uh, I don't know what album he was project he was working on, but I don't even know if he ever released it honestly. Because you know I was into I was more into the streets, so if he released it, I you know I was like I don't give a fuck. I'm like I'm pulling this. I I'm gonna run back here and you know do my thing because I'm getting money. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. he could have released. You had other you, other th- priorities at the time. Yeah, like uh, the way my life was set up, you know, <laughs> I was just being real. You know what I'm saying? At that time, the way my life was set up, you know. So I'm like, he could have released it, and this I never asked him did he ever release it, or if he still got it. What what year was this? Because I know, in, I mean, before Paul and them started blowing up, Skinny was he was the man. He was dropping tapes and. Was this around like uh, uh, midnight? Like it was before you guys dropped your your first tape, right? No, it was after. Like I dropped my first tape, and um, I dropped. That was after that, though, before I did my first solo album. So it oh, was. Okay. Uh, oh, that was like man. Dude, I'm trying. I don't remember what year it was. But I know Rusty recorded it in uh, a Frito studio, which. Uh, Fritos was like in Orange Mound at the time. A guy named Rusty owned it. And, dude, now you got me thinking I need to call Skinny when I get off the phone. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened to have- the phone. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't I don't really know. So I, I can't lie. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know if it ever came out. Because, you like know I said, I w- my interest wasn't in it like that then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just like, man, I'm getting my money. As, as the new album is called Fuck How It Turned Out, F-H-I-T-O, that's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I was like, man, yeah. I'm, I'm going to wrap this. Boom, I'm going to keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, man, I imagine there's all kinds of music that never seen the light of day from that era. Um, even if it was just guys just going in the studio fucking around or something, you know what I'm saying, freestyle, whatever, fans would love to hear it. Hopefully Skinny has that. Um, but you never, you, you haven't uh, worked with him since, huh? Um, no, we, we, he worked on uh, accident. You know, he, I got him on my N2 Deep album. You know, I did the, I was the one who did the, me and uh, the guy who did my uh, Crime Click album, uh, Goods, we got him to be on T-Rock Conspiracy Theory album. So we did all, we funded all that stuff. It was just another cat that I refuse to say his name to give him any air, air time. He intervened. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But I got the uh, I got the if you go to the site we got the the conspiracy theory on vinyl and cassette if if somebody wanted. it. But my first album that I did solo album it was you know Skinny on it and you know he blessed me with it and you know me and him had a conversation then but after that me and him hadn't worked since me and him have talked you know what I'm saying but we hadn't. We hadn't worked together. Now, um, last I think it was last time we we uh, had you on the show. Um, uh, you were telling us a little bit about um, uh, altercation that you uh, or that DJ Paul was getting into at a show, and you helped him. Um, tell us about that again, man. What what exactly went down, man? It was uh, was it a bunch of people uh, just against you and Paul? Well, okay, it was uh, it was in Nashville. Project Pat touched on it on Vlad. Was Vlad. I want to make sure I am not gonna say Glad like like Crunchy. Vlad, <laughs> Vlad TV. <laughs> so we was in Nashville, and uh, I think me and Paul actually shared rooms. We we, we had we had a room together, and uh, this this how this how crazy this is. I I. This is how I'm gonna tell you how to think I am. That that I don't give a fuck about celebrities. I had no idea who Kamora Lee Simmons was. <laughs> she came up to me, she was talking to me, you know, and she, she needed, you know, like you know, she was like, uh she was asking me something. So I didn't know who she was. I thought she was just a tall Chinese chick. <laughs> so we went downstairs to um, I, I don't know if it was like a ballroom or something, but it was the dude named Stanley or somebody had a party, and um, we we was just you know mingling or whatever. Next thing I know, a fight broke. Uh, it was uh, an altercation. I'm 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 trying to leave everybody innocent at this point, and I, I can say it by myself. I'm like, it was an altercation. And, and me and Paul handled the business down there. If everybody else, when if you go back and look at that Vlad TV episode, Project Pepper talk about it. Yeah, that was me. I did that. You know what I'm saying? We we cleared the room. You know what I'm saying? Me and Paul. <laughs> and if you ask him, he'll tell you. He was like, "Yep, he probably gonna call me by. He might say my nickname. He might say Tucson. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna say my nickname on here. With, you know what everybody calls me, but we're gonna we're gonna leave it at Tucson." 
Yeah. So, That's why. You know, it, it was it was look it was one of them all kinds. We look we cleared the room. You know what I'm saying? They, they look we cleared the room and, and got out of there. Got out of there in one piece. Um, <clears throat> so Paul, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Who 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 is wild more more crazy? <laughs> was it Paul or Lord Infamous? Man, I'm gonna say Lord. Yeah. Which Paul will probably tell you, you know, he like. If somebody fuck with him, you know he he know I'm I'm a ride with him, cause like I like I said, you know our neighborhood like he was from before he went to uh, Black Haven he he was in Magnolia, so yeah. I uh, look it's um and that's how we grew up, you know what I'm saying? It's like you gonna you gonna you can't if we go to if we go together somewhere we we scrapping for each other, but this is how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? If we ride together, now we coming back together. You feel what I'm coming from? Yeah, you got that. Yeah, you know, some people probably, you know, um, the new niggas, you know, probably ain't the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But well, I feel like if I ride right with you out of yeah, if I if <laughs> I ride with you out of town, hey, and what you say, if, if I ride with you out of town, we ride is whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, and me and him, we rode we rode together. All right, we coming back together. It's whatever, you know what I'm saying? But you know, everybody, every, you know, like these new niggas ain't ain't like that. No, there's no loyalty, man. Loyalty is something of the past. It's um, you know, and it's getting worse. Um, I believe it's because uh, you know, uh, a lot of it has to do with um, this music nowadays, man. It's just not. Um, there's no substance, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I go and get a two-tone album, I'm going to get a little bit of everything, but I'm always going to get substance in there, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm always going to get real street stories or, or uh, you know what I'm saying, song dedicated to somebody or, you know. But a lot of these dudes, it's just party records. That's all they do, you know. It's all popping pills and a lot of that shit's fucked up. What are your, uh, what about, you know what I'm saying, while we're talking on this, then we'll move on, because we got some dope music to play, a lot of other things to cover. But um, you being from Memphis, man, you guys lost another real one, uh, Gangsta Boo, top of the year. Do um, you have any recollections or thoughts of the, uh, that you'd like to share about her? Uh, man, Boo only did one song together. You know, me and her had, we had, you know, we was, we was perfectly fine. Like, if you look back in that Vibe magazine cover, I'm the one standing, like, by the pole, you know, looking over. You probably can't see my face, but, you know, we, we was cool, you know, every, over everything. But we had a altercation when, when Infamous died. And, you know, I, you know, we, it, that real, me and her actually did speak. After that, because when Infamous died, you know, because you know me, me and Infamous had started Black Rain yeah. at the time, and you know it was like it was one of those things. Like she was like, uh, you know, make sure you know, you know, she called me when she called me when he died, and I was like, uh. I was like, uh, what's going on? I, she was like, uh, don't talk to nobody. 
I was like, I ain't talking to nobody. You know, I'm thinking like I had talked to nobody. And she was like, uh, like, uh, Paul and them got there. I'm like, no, I ain't fucked up about this shit. I'm like, I'm not saying nothing because, you know, that's his family. You know what I'm saying? You respect family. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't need no person intervening, you know, telling me to respect somebody's family. You know what I'm saying? And she didn't like how I came back at her, so me and her didn't talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which I feel like uh, it was no disrespect, but I feel like you should respect them because they family, and you stay out of the shit like I'm staying out of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, Because absolutely. I'm like, and then, you know, I didn't even say, I've known them longer than you known them. You know what I'm saying? But that was never an issue with me, but, you know, I, I I had number love her. We did one song together, and the the song was actually recorded at the Black Rain Studio, which the studio at that time you know was in my house. So you know I ain't got number love for her, but I didn't. It wasn't no disrespect, you know what I'm saying? It was just like that was our last conversation. Yeah. And you know she didn't take it as good. I think she blocked me on social media, everything. Well, it's a shame. Um, that was our last conversation. It's a shame because, uh, uh, you know, you guys uh, could have made a lot of good music over the years, but uh, it happens. What was your, uh, do you remember the last time you seen Lord Infamous? And, and if so, how was he doing? I mean, how did he appear to you? Was he happy? Uh, man, he was cool. I saw him like the yeah. day before. I'm, and it's funny. The day before, me and him had a... Uh, I think we had cashed some checks. <laughs> would sound funny. If we actually cashed some checks the day before, and you know, that was the last time I saw him. We actually cashed some checks, and we was like, uh, I think I had, we was talking about we we're going to do some features, and he was like, uh, now I'm a, I got to do such, 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 such. And I was like, I was like, shoot, I'm, I'm going to do mine probably in a day or two, because when I had time, and he was like, "That was that was our last, our last conversation." Yeah, he passed away the, the day after, huh? Yeah, that, but uh, probably if, it could have been a day or two. I'm not gonna say if it was a day; it could have been two days. And you know, I used to have it saved in my phone. I used to delete shit to so, uh, you know, so I have his last call. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah, how crazy that's, uh, that shit was. I'm like, I, I I did that for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you know, I I really couldn't, you know, like, damn, you know, like, are you serious? When they called me, I was like, it can't be real. You know what I'm saying? No, it's too young, man. Uh, and plus, what he had survived. I remember about a year before he passed, he was on our show, telling us about what you know the stroke and heart attack that he survived previous. And his vision of going to hell and then coming back up, and you know, so I, I thought, man, this dude, he'll survive anything. You know what I'm saying? To come back from that, you know. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was glad he got to, um, you know, reunite with the guys a little bit and do his thing because I know he wanted to do that at some point. So, you know, um, that was a blessing. Uh, but hey, you got. You got to know him majority of your life, and you got to work with him. Uh, 
You guys were a powerhouse yeah. independent label yourself, and you did a lot of big things, man. So, you know, it was a blessing for you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I'm thankful. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. I, you know, like when I talk to Paul, you know, me and him, it, it ain't nothing below. You know, I don't have no energy. I don't have no energy. Nobody in three teams. It's like, you know, we just. You know, we we keep it one hundred. You know, everybody know where everybody is at. You know, and I think the last I think the last time I saw Paul probably was at, at Infinite Eternal. Cause I I try to stay in my own lane. I don't fuck with nobody. So, well, look, I, I go in my neighborhood. Look, I go in my neighborhood. I'm still good. You know what I'm saying? A lot of you know. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people can't go. I can walk in my neighborhood tomorrow and do a video. I'm still good. I'm still good in the hood. You know, a lot of people can't go back to their old neighborhood and do that. You know what I'm saying? No. No, man. A lot of people they they get out of there and then and then that's it. You know, they don't they don't come back. But that's good to be able to have you know what I'm saying uh, your foot in the streets uh, to the point to where you can say hey man check out this new music coming before anybody else like Short Dog we can block yeah. Oakland give everybody a tape man what do you think of this shit you know uh, so that's where you're going to get the best opinions let's go uh, let's go to uh, one of these tracks you sent me three bangers man we got Me Too Do It For Daddy and High 40 oh. man, which one do you want to go with first brother <laughs> Man, look, okay, the do it for daddy, man, it, it was a son, because I'm like, man, we, we've been pimping since pimping, been pimping, you know what I'm saying? I come from a long line of pimps, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll just be honest, so, you know, it, it don't start, you know, you know, you, you got to speak the facts, so, which I thought that song was like, man, it was how it was going to be received as some negative, but with, you know, me speaking a lot of truth and 420 speaking the truth, people, people probably wouldn't understand it, how it is. Dude, I went on, uh, which in Memphis, uh, uh, 7A, Highway 7A is like, uh, is the whole show, supposed to be the whole show, but these, these guys ain't pimping how people just be pimping. These whole yeah. regular out here, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you go ask uh, all these hoes suffering, you know what I'm saying? If if you go ask some some real people like Tim Ken, these hoes don't supposed to be displayed like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm and I'm not trying to speak temper to you. You know, I'm just being honest. Hey, your product real, is, yeah. is everything. You know what I'm saying? Your product is everything. If like if you see the hole in the street walk with some Crocs, you know what I'm saying? Something ain't right. <laughs> These whole suffering, you know what I'm saying? Rock, you, you better get penicillin <laughs> right away. <laughs> hey, hey these hoes out here suffering, you know what I'm saying? These ain't <laughs> hey, look, these, these these hoes ain't secure, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> no, no. With that being man. said, you know I I I, I was uh and I you know I was thinking a lot like man, I think to explain these people how they, how this shit really works, you know what I'm saying? So I, I came with the do it for daddy, you know what I'm saying? Boom, I was like, man, because I was like, a lot of these dudes, look, these, these dudes out here riding scufflers, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, how you, how you pimping? You can't even get a, look, I saw a dude, man, he's called himself pimping, man. He had a, I think he had a Tahoe on his car. And, uh, well, I said Tahoe on his car. The car was a Tahoe. Uh, 
And I was like, dude, how you on flat, man, in the tax shop across the street? And you a pimp. Yo, this shit is not working for you. You know what I'm saying? You might need to get to a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? This is this is not the best business for you. You know what I'm saying? It, it, me and him got, in, got into a, you know, a verbal altercation. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I'm cool with getting physical. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, they, hey, these, these new niggas, ain't, they, 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 they don't want to get physical. Hey, they'll shoot, bro. Look, you know, they they ready to shoot. Cause they, they say they'll shoot because they can't fight. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I'm ready for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're from but a at the era. end of the day. Yeah, yeah at the end of the day, I'm like, okay. had to fight. Yeah, so so that, they ain't trying to get physical. So I'm like, uh, my thing is, okay, man, you got holes. You got you say you got three holes out here, but you can't get a goddamn new tie for a goddamn Tahoe you riding on a goddamn donut. That ain't pimping. Uh, you pimping yeah, in my. Yeah, I'm really? like, man, you might as well take your bitches home. You know what I'm saying? That, hey, remember they said, when motherfuckers get mad, you take your ball and go home? Just go home, dog. This, this shit ain't for you. You know, Everything ain't for everybody. Gang, <laughs> I don't just Gangster Pat you know would say, I'll match them hoes. <laughs> hey, look. Yeah. And, and look, I, I be laughing. Me and him be laughing about this shit, but that's honesty. You know what I'm saying? And Gangster yeah. Pat that's honesty. You need to take your bitches and go home. You got some bitches, you need to take them and go home. Cause y'all not going to make no matter here because y'all ain't going to survive. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, man. Well, this is uh, this is two-tone feature, Mr. 420. Do it for daddy. You did the production on this? Or? Um, I'm trying to think who did that. Do it for daddy was done by the track brokers, uh, Cassius, Cassius Black. He did that track. You know what I'm saying? He uh he been around for a minute. He uh he uh I'm trying to think. He, uh, he produced like I haven't released it yet. He did a couple. He did a couple bangers for me, but they coming soon. But it was Cash Black. Him and Jack Daniels. They they are, they are a team called Track Brothers. But I use mostly Jack Daniels uh, tracks. But you know, but but uh, he, he coming soon. I got a lot of shit from for him. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, don't go nowhere. We're right here with Two Tone Murder Master Music Show. This is uh, Two Tone Miss 420. Do it for daddy. We'll be right back. Short, gotta make this pimp clear your deal. Still a pimp, bitch, don't do this shit for damn. 
here she go, did she go, just have my money at the door. See, I just fit the best. Let that hoe go break her back. Just let that hoe go walk the track. Making money off her crack. Now that's the money walk. She and her feelings walking out. Tell her hit this line of thoughts. It's like that right here it talks. Teach her how to find a trick. A bank roll walking lick. Nigga with something to lose so you can trick them out of shit. It's the game that we play. It's hard like to live. You can be the one on top. Or it is what it is. Pussy sales with clientele. You can get it out the bitch. Let that hoe bring in some more. Getting bags breaking tricks. Yeah, I'm still a pimp, bitch. Y'all don't do this shit for daddy. Do this here for daddy. Do that there for daddy. I'm still a pimp, bitch. Y'all don't do this shit for daddy. Do this here for daddy. Do that there for daddy. Yeah, I'm still a pimp, bitch. Y'all don't do this shit for daddy. Do this here for daddy. Do that there for daddy. I'm still a pimp, bitch. Y'all don't do this shit for daddy. Do this here for daddy. Do that there for daddy. That's a pimpin' anthem right there. Do it for daddy. Two-tone, Mr. 420. Black Rain Entertainment. Um, yeah, that one right there, man. That's another one. You know, what's uh, been the reaction you've gotten from that so far? Man, you know, people actually like that song. You know, it shocked me. I was, I was looking at the plays on it, like uh, the analytics. I was like, I didn't think, you know, me talking about what we was talking about subject matter, it was going to be accepted how it did, but, man, it, it's been great. I ain't going to even lie. I was like, yeah. man, I need to go run run a video there. Yeah, so, yeah, you got it. it, you got it, it, it actually been great. Right now. You got, I want to remind everybody, too, uh, you know, check out the new Mr. 420 Memphis May featuring yourself. Very dope video. Um, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? That's, uh, that's out right now as well. Um we got a couple more songs we're going to play. First, let's get to the homie Sin. I know he's going to go back on you and ask some some uh, questions from the vault. Uh, Sin, you there, brother? France. The French Connection. Yes, yes, yeah. the French Connection. Hi, Scott. Uh, <laughs> to Tom. To <laughs> yes. Um, uh, go back in the whole time. Can you tell us about the... This song grew up in Magnolia from your group, The Crime Click, by the day. Mm-hmm. Which song about uh, about The Crime Click? Uh, grew, grew up okay. in Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I'm trying to think. It, it wasn't song. The one, uh, I'm trying to think. That wasn't the name. Of, I don't think that was the name of the song. Uh, you got me thinking, like, which song would it? Magnolia, that is my first. I remember the sample. I remember the the uh, the loop that we did on there. I grew up in Magnolia. That is my fucking hood. But now you have me yeah. trying to think which song that was on. You know, I'm I'm saying that because dude, I recorded like thousands of songs. <laughs> so I'm trying to think. Like I remember that saying, "Is the lifestyle of a thug." <laughs> you got me thinking about songs off the album, which I'm like, damn. Yeah, uh, it was a tape. I think it was Lifestyle of a Thug. I think that was I think that was Lifestyle of a Thug. The actual song they said that on there at the beginning. 
I grew up in Magnolia. That is my fucking hood. That was lifestyle yeah. of the hood. Man, we was just, dude. When I really no, no, record I think, this song, uh, I'm looking uh, two tone. Not to not to interrupt you, brother. I'm looking at the uh, uh, million ways to murder tape and exactly. uh, yeah, this so here, it's on here. It, well, on on the on the uh, picture here, it says "grew up in Magnolia." That's what they call it on here. But uh, yeah, that was that right. wasn't entitled. That's not even the title of the song, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's something else. Huh? Yeah. So. <laughs> On that album, that's that's not even a title of the song. This song is called Lifestyle of a Thug. Oh, okay. This okay. song is actually called Lifestyle of a Thug. And dude, we record we uh we recorded ARP and that song we uh I wrote that joint uh man. Really I wrote that joint like right there at the studio 'cause uh me and uh me and Chaz would 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 talk and I'd be like Man, I need this, this. I I'm I can't I couldn't actually physically play whatever it was that was, you know, needed to be in the song, but you know, I had a vision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could be like, Okay, we need this and her, this and her, do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I heard sounds in other songs, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, if you hear like which we know we need a snare eight oh eight. I was like, but I need this sound, you know what I'm saying? You know, that was one of the things I was like, I like how that sounds. I'm a sound person. I I love sound. If if that makes sense. So I, yeah. I used to be like, Man, I need this sound in her, boom, 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 and that's how the song's coming about. Even with the stuff I do now, I'm like, um Mike he um uh, DJ Mike or Jack Daniels, he got to Jack Daniels. I usually tell, I usually say like, man, I like, you know, I'm a sound person. So with that being said, I, I get to where, okay, I, I want a sound, and I'm like, can you put this in this song? That's how all those songs came about for the Crime Click album. And the dude Gooch, which, like I said, I said his name before. He, man, he can't pick me up. And he was like, I'm going to take you to the studio. He was going to record me. And I said, no, I got a group. And that's that's how everybody, you know, so I'm like, I wrote all this shit. I had a whole folder for a group. I'm like, man, we got a group. And boom, yeah. that's how the album started. And, and Death Wish was actually the first song we ever recorded. Dope one, yeah. I grew up in Magnolia. Was also called Lifestyle for Tug. In fact, yeah, that was the, that was the name <laughs> of that song. What you talking about? That was Lifestyle yeah, for Tug. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you know, um, like uh, I don't know how far that I could tell you which song that was, but you know, we had recorded that, but um, I don't know which which song in in the who recorded that that was, but we did that and. And I, I think, dude, I ain't you. I might be lying to you. I probably was thirteen, of uh, thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. Might be thirteen. Yeah, I think there is a, a, a strong uh, theory, like Memphis Rap Sigas. I think about uh, Million West Murder or Four Corners or something. What do you think about it? About 
this Memphis rap singer's legend, or maybe a, a, a something true. Can you repeat that? Because I'm trying. I'm trying. I couldn't understand what you were saying. Oh, it was uh, some tapes. Eight tapes was called Memphis rap figures. Was it called. Uh, it was not a tape. Yeah, some Memphis tapes. Uh, I are uh, haunted. Haunted Memphis tape. You mean devil shit? Yeah. I think he's talking about like some devil yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Maria. I first, like NOG. I first. Okay. Somebody asked me about this the other day. I first, I, my <laughs> first actual recording, it wasn't a crime clip. It was called The Outlaws. It was called Satanic Verses. That was our actual, and I still, I think I still got that uh, cover that I drew, because it was from I drew the Daredevil uh, cover, and it was, uh, it was our actually first. First cassette that we recorded. Um, my guy, uh, my guy, Link One had moved there from uh, California, and we recorded on his turntable. He was putting uh, putting putting vinyl on. It was recording off of it. That was the actual first. And we was like, man, somebody I recall, Tupac came out with the people the outlaws. Boom! So we was like, oh fuck it, we are gonna use the neighborhood name, the Crackley. Boom! And that's how. We changed after that, oh, and yeah. with that being said, you know we was like, I stuck with the crime click, and I man the record label I started, I like with the crime click. I'm like we in the hood, it's criminal records, so I started criminal records. Me and uh Gooch, and uh, man we went from there, and uh then the, we had the crime click soldier was was part of the crime click. Boom, we did that, and uh. I, I chilled out for a minute because I was like, man, I just wanted to, wanted to do me out here. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do an album because, you know, people was like, man, you was bumping. Why you ain't doing this? Whoop, whoop. So, boom. Next thing you know, N2D came out. And that's that's kind of like how the music stuff did for me. Yeah. That's a classic. Into Which I forgot, I, I left a project today, out in there. It was it was a little heavy project after the Crackling Soldier. Little heavy came out, and I did that. So it was the Crime Click, Me Ways the Murder, uh, the Crime Click Soldiers. Then I did a little heavy illegal sale. Then into the deep. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> from your album. Heaven sent hellbound. You, you got a song, dub song, was called "Got a Habit." Can you tell us about this one? Oh man. <laughs> okay, man. I was, I was, I was that's, that's a wild. One. Okay, that song got a habit. I, that song came because I was like, I, man, I just wanted to hustle, get high, chill. You know what I'm saying? That was one of those songs. So I was like, I, I was like. If I keep doing this, you know, I'm not gonna live much longer. So I was just like, man, I gotta have it. And I was into Marilyn Manson was like my outlet. Like, and I know you people might say they're strange because I'm a rapper, but I listen to Marilyn Manson. I loved Marilyn Manson, <laughs> dude. I was like, man, if I can get a song with him now, I would do it. Even though you know he had that little situation going on, which I don't condone. But 
I just was a, a fan, you know what I'm saying, at the time. And, you know, that's strange because, you know, a lot of rappers ain't into, you know, that different genre. You see what I'm saying? But I was a Marilyn Manson fan. So I was like, man. Yeah. I, I would have never thought. Man, he did a song. I, I'm trying to think of the name of the song. I think it was Great Big White World. I think that's the name of the song. And I was like, man, and I think he did it in a show. He was like, man, I'm on a class. So I just repeated what he said. Because I thought I was like, man, to me, that was like the coolest thing ever. You know what I'm saying? At that age, I was like, damn, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah, man, that's how it, that's how it came. That's how that song came about. I was like, man, I'm gonna talk about my situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, and that was because I was a Marilyn Manson fan, and and you flipped it. To, he, he, he probably could give two shits about me at this point. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm a hip hop artist as a Marilyn Manson fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not listening. Dude, I look. It was for me. It was Prince Mar- Prince Michael Jackson, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> so hey like, man, I I listen to <laughs> shit like ZZ Top and fucking uh, you know Metallica once in a while, and I just started getting in that stuff because I've always been hip hop. But you know, you listen back at Prince and all this this stuff that you grew up with in the eighties. Some of that shit's dope music, man. Yeah, and there, you know, it was like, and you know, it wasn't. And, you know, sometimes it went just, I, I didn't care what, what, you know, as being an artist. What he was saying, it was muted in my head. It was the, the uh, music. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It was the instrument. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? The instruments and, uh, you know, you think about the instruments, percussion, everything. The, it was the sounds. Like I, like I was saying, it, it sounds with me. You see what I'm saying? And he had the sounds that attracted me. You see what I'm saying? So what he was saying, I don't give a fuck what it, what he was saying. It was muted in my head, you know what I'm saying? But it was his tracks that was like, I could rap over this shit and be serious, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it it, it I, I'm a sound person. I like I like sounds, and it, for some reason I don't know why, but I'm just a sound person. Like, and this just my vibe, but. And you I, can hear I it in a uh, new album. direction. You know, that yeah, whole album, you like, can hear it. Yeah, no, uh, that album, man, I was like, I think I was on some, like, that's why it's called New Direction. I was on some different shit. Yeah, me a lot of dope shit on that album. Yeah, I'm like, I, and to, right now, if you ask me what was the the funnest album that I ever recorded, I would not say In Too Deep was my first one. Because In Too Deep and Conspiracy Theory, when I did those two, my album and T-Rock album, people wouldn't believe it. Those albums recorded in in uh, 20 hours. No. 20 hours between two albums. I recorded mine and I recorded it in 20 albums. Wow. So with that being that's said, it. I can't say that's my fun, my funnest time in the studio recording the album because that, you think about it, you record y'all, me and T. Rock recorded uh, two out two albums in twenty hours. I blocked the studio off for two days, 
and me and him will go in there. I drop a song, he drops a song. I drop a song, he drops a song. Then if it's something that I got to be on, boom, I'm dropping on his album. Boom. You know, he's dropping on mine. That's how we did it. And those albums done it. And both of the albums did in the weekend on a Saturday and Sunday. That's amazing. And I remember that like it's yesterday. Look, I still got the receipts to, to prove it. <laughs> you you took a uh, classic album. You, you took about yeah, both. You took about Manson, and that um, Memphis rap was not uh, uh, heavy on heavy, heavy metal and France in uh, in Memphis hip hop is not new. It's, it's very old because we we, we see DJ Balanchucci sample uh, uh, Black Sabbath for Catch a Blast or Prophet Pussy. Oh, oh, black blackouts. The producer said us he wear heavy metal shirts, uh, t-shirts, or DJ Palanchucci by the day do too. So, uh, I think there are a connection with uh, heavy metal and Memphis rap, <laughs> but it's not you. Yeah, there's definitely a connection with the. Um, uh, you you listen to uh, okay, listen to the Indo G album. Uh, I forget which song it is. But uh, <clears throat> it's got heavy fucking guitar. I think uh, uh, crazy. I think it is. I mean, just uh, I, I like I like hip hop with heavy guitar in it, man. A ball and MJG, they used a lot of it. Yeah. Memphis is known yeah. for that, but then again, Memphis is also known for the blues. You know. Yeah. BB King. I yeah. Mean, shit. Who did that song? Yeah. Oh, Al Capone, man. Shout out to Al Capone. Um, he had that that dope song, the uh, the music. We were just talking about Memphis music history, going back to the you know 40s and 50s and 60s. I mean, you you really grew up in a uh, one of the like musical meccas, you know what I'm saying, in this country because it's still going strong. People are still influenced by the sounds of Memphis. Look what they're doing now in yeah. the hip Motherfuckers love what you yeah. guys are doing. Like, yeah, like, it's like, like Tony Rock. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I can criticize all the time. I can criticize all the time. Like, why would you change? I'm like, dude, I'm just being me. I don't, I don't know nothing else. So I'm like, yeah. you know, I, all I can do is be me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Absolutely. being me is being me is is uh, putting food on the table. You know what I'm saying? I can't change yeah. and be nobody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. I can go. I can walk outside. I can go to my neighborhood where I grew up, and I, I can still be me. You know what I'm saying? And nothing changed. You know, it been other artists like Dolph. You know, came up, which he came. He wasn't from Magnolia. He was from Cascade, which is across the street. But we had the only elementary school, and the community center was in Magnolia. So he had to go to he had to go to the elementary. If he if he wanted to go play basketball, hang out, you know, after school, he had to go to the Crimson Center. You see what I'm saying? It was it yeah. was just one of them things. You know what I'm saying? We, we still, my neighborhood is still like, if somebody say, you know, you come to Memphis, you know, Magnolia. You know what I'm saying? Boom! I got actually got a tattoo on my arm. You know what I'm saying? That's like uh, uh, RIP Casey Red from New Orleans. When I met her, she had a son called Duda Mario. And, you know, she was like, I'm from the Magnolia. I'm like, shit, me too. You know what I'm saying? And it, me and her had that connection, and it was cool. You know what I'm saying? 
And I said, I'm from the Magnolia in Memphis. She was like, she was from the Magnolia in New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. it, it, it was a mutual respect. Yeah, because uh, yeah. you guys, you know what I'm saying, represent the Magnolia. Uh, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Also, uh, man, you know, rest in peace, Soldier Slim. You know, Magnolia, a.k.a. Magnolia Slim, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, but uh, Tone, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go to uh, we got two more songs before we do. Sin, you got uh, uh, you got another question yeah. before we go to this next song? Uh, yes, the last question was uh, about the song um, "Gonna Make It Shine" with the Loud and Famous. Tell us about this one. Yeah, gonna make it shine, Lord Infamous. Clubhouse. Gonna make it shine. Uh, yeah. Gonna make it shine. Gonna make it shine. Oh, that was St. Kids from Toronto produced that one, and I was like, uh, that was a song that uh, man, it was that was a spur of the moment song. Uh, St. Kids. Uh, he sent us a track, and uh. I was just like, shoot. We he had sampled uh I'm trying to I don't I'm trying to think who sampled on there. Uh was it influence? I don't I don't remember off the top of my head, but but he was like, um you know, we I I think yeah. I wrote the rap like a, I I wrote the rap like in fifteen minutes. It wasn't a it wasn't a long process. Me, uh and Infamous, uh, you know, we record that. We record that. We record that the same night because he sent us a track, um, Enigma. Man, he uh, he got the track, uh, and man, the rest is history. It, it didn't take long. Everything, everything on that album, that was on the After Six album, was recorded like in. Uh, we took like a week to record that album. Which we actually recorded, I think, probably like twenty five songs for the album, or whatever we picked to put on the album. That that album was like uh, like a quick process. It, it it wasn't long. I'm not gonna even lie, because we we had just finished the Man of Milk, and we were like, man, we're gonna uh, do the After Six album, which the Man of Milk I think came out in November, and that After Six album came out in January. So we just kept recording. It, it was a process that we weren't going to stop. And from there yeah, came Blood yeah. Money. Yeah, yeah. with uh, T-Rock, huh? Yeah, me, T-Rock, we, we recorded that album, which, like I said, we was just recording, you know, nonstop. It was like, like I said, it was a process. Nobody, everybody was trying to, you know, every, every artist was trying to Spit verses, just trying to get in because they want to be on the song. If you look at the After Six album, you'll see probably like twenty artists. Uh, okay. uh, after after they record their verse, some of them went to jail, and we we never heard from them again. You know what I'm saying? So, which is fucked up. But some of them we lost contact with because a lot of them went to jail. And it was it, it was just one of those things, you know what I'm saying? We wasn't trying yeah. to oh. like, you know, not associate with them, but you know, we, we were recording the album. We were like, 
actually, and I had said this at the time, because Tupac had recorded something, actually, like, whatever he said, that's going to be the hook, and we're going to keep going because we ain't got time to waste. I had implemented the same thing. I was like, whatever somebody say, fuck it. We're going we're gonna to use that as the hook, and we're going to keep going. And that's, that's actually how the After, after Six album happened. T-Rock sent some songs in. He had some, uh, he had some of his artists. You know, that, that was actually how the album happened. It was like, we're going to drop this, and we're going to do the uh, Blood Man album. We did the Blood Man album with the same mindset. All three of us are going to rap a verse on her, and we're going to keep going. Then, my album. My album, the New Direction album, was supposed to come out after uh, Blood Money, but I pushed it back because Infamous had their stroke. And we did the Futuristic Right About a Hunter. Hmm. And I was like, man, I was, it, it was it was actually a process because I think we brought out, ended up doing the, uh, the Mac Montese album. So. Right. After he had his stroke, I was like kind of in the in the mask. But it was like, damn, I I wouldn't want to finish my album. I think I did like forty. I still got songs from the New Direction album, uh, Fred. Really? Wow. Hell, you yeah, that was unreleased. That I never released. I still got songs from the album because I have been recording the album for so many years. But when that shit happened, it kind of fucked me up. It was still songs that's unreleased from the album. Oh man! And that album, album like shit. So, so you got stuff, you know what I'm saying? That that has a, a similar sound because <clears throat> that whole album, man, is just it's just it's just bang, man. I still listen to it. When did it drop? Uh, 2017. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Um, but it should so have been dropped. It, the album should have been dropped in like 2010. Wow. But I wow. was I was on some I was just on some different shit. I was like I'm gonna cause more shit, and I was telling them like, you know, I, you know, just as an artist, I'm like I'm not satisfied. Then yeah. I I kept pushing the shit back, and you know, then he ended up passing. Cause I didn't feel like I had a song that I wanted him on on the album, and he was like, "Well, you need to pick something. I was like, "Shit, I couldn't pick nothing." But I ended up with a whole bu- excuse me, I ended up with a whole bunch of verses from Infamous unreleased that I didn't use on the album. And Shay wow. uh, Daniels was like, "Well, at this point, we like shit." What you want to do? You know what I'm saying? You no, know, we yeah. fast down. We got the verses. So you got you got uh, a bunch of stuff in the vault. You know, and that that's always good to know. I, you know, I I interview people and they tell me, man, like uh, for example, there was a Ghetto Boys album that uh, was recorded in '89 before Willie D and Scarface joined. Uh, it had the old members, you know, from the Making Trouble, and uh, I forget what the name of it was. Reddy Redden was telling us about it. Jay scrapped it because they got the new lineup. So there's a there's an original Ghetto Boys album out there. It never seen the light of day, you know. 
which is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's supposed to be a whole briefcase of Easy E songs out there. You know, I'm sure and we is. heard a couple of Easy E songs. We did hear, we heard some old ones that were done in like '87. Um, but <clears throat> they said that up until he passed, he always carried a briefcase full of ADAT tapes and whatnot of songs. So um, hopefully they find that shit. But I hope you release some of that in the future, man, because uh, I imagine it's, it's real dope. Yeah. I'd, I'd look forward to that, definitely, definitely. But, hey, you've got a lot of music coming out right now, though. You know what I'm saying? you got stuff you, you're dropping, like you said, every few weeks. Um, let's give them another song. Then I want to come back. I want to give you a phone and talk about all that stuff that you got coming. What do you want to go with next, Me Too or Hot 40? Man, we know Me Too. Me Too drop, uh, I think, on 4-7. So, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, uh, man, that song, I, I actually dropped, I actually recorded it. Because uh, that song, I, you're going to say this strange. I was actually at a spot. This was before the Me Too movement started. So I actually recorded this song a long time ago. So... I didn't know go fuck about no Me Too movement, which I still don't give a fuck about it because, you know, I'm sorry that people got raped, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, I record the song, how the song what came about was I went to a club and the uh, the lady was, um, we was drinking. I was like, well, how about everybody drink? Which I, I didn't think it was no problem. And she was like, do you know who I am? I was like, no, you know, I don't know who you are. You, you, you're a lady, you know what I mean? That's how, that's how I thought of it. Because yeah. I bought yours, right? I bought, you know, it's about 10 other people at this, at this bar that I bought it right. So you're, you know, you're not excluded in my mind. You know what I'm saying? She was like, you know yeah. I do porn? I said, shit, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just being honest, and boom, and I, I, I my producer, uh, uh, Jay Day, he was like, "That's the song, right there." As soon as I said this shit, he was like, "This is the song." I'm like, "Okay, let's." So we left the bar, went, went and recorded. Then next thing I know, some some motherfucker raping motherfuckers. I'm just there, you know. But I, I feel like this fucked up shit. How you did did all those people? You know what I'm saying? But my yeah. intention when I created so this the song had been shelved because of that, and I just feel like if I if I, if I go tomorrow, y'all getting everything I got. So at this point, because I'm coming out of the album, fuck how I turn out. At this point, fuck how I turn out. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, it got to go. Everything got to go at this point, Bria. <laughs> uh, we're yeah. not saving nothing. Hey. No, no, we ain't got much time anyway. Feelings. The world is about to put explode. Them, hey, oh. put them feelings in your put your put your feelings in the pockets, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So let it, let and, it go and, down. And, but but exactly. So I'm like, I, I've been sitting on this for a couple of years. You know what I'm saying? So fuck how it turned out. So the video dropped four seven. The songs dropped four seven. Man, let's roll with it. You know what I'm saying? We'll be right back. Two tones. Don't go nowhere.
I'm dropping every two, three weeks, so just stay tuned. I'm dropping a single till we get to the uh, Fuck I Turn That Album featuring uh, Twisted Insane. Uh, my brothers was insane. Um, we got, I don't know Jeffrey on there. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with him. He a Memphis artist. Um, you know, we just trying to uh, keep it popping out here. Uh, I got the Clubhouse click. Um, Working on the album, we got new artists. Um, the Shelby Forest Click, you know, we doing something with them, and we're gonna put them out through Black Rain, which uh, DVS uh, orchestrating it. So we're gonna drop the DVS first. Um, 420 That's come the out. That's crew Little White was with, right? Not to cut you off. Yeah, and uh, that. that's that's the white crew. But I'm not gonna say it's crew because. And you know that the 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 way the shit summed out, you know what I'm saying? It ain't it ain't his crew. It's the people associated with it at the time. We won't say that. Yeah. You know, I I don't got nothing to do with that because I hadn't seen the dude, the white. So me and him and you know I had the song. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't even think of the name of the song now. But if you listen to my uh, Into the album. He had a song that talks about drugs just like I talked about it. So I'm just going to leave it to that. Yeah, um, I don't know if he, he was trying to uh, gimmick me or something, but as DVS said, sounds like it to him. So, I'm, you know, me and him have never had a conversation. Uh, and I couldn't even, I hadn't seen that dude in, I hadn't seen a lot of them dudes in a long time. But me and Fraser Boy, in this strange, you know, I fuck with Fraser. You know, me and him ain't never had no beef. Me and him just dropped some songs. So me and him got a project coming. It, look, that was the After Blue project. Yeah, me and Fraser got a project coming. Uh, um, I'm, my the fuck I turned out. It might have a phrase boy feature on it. Uh, we got twisting the thing. I don't know Jeffrey. Uh, you know people from Black Rain, and uh, it probably be some more because I'm like I was gonna do ten songs, but I'm like it might end up being more because the way my life had turned out is, and I said this, they're gonna miss me when I'm gone. And I'm not going to say this is my last project, but I'm saying they're going to miss me when I'm gone. And yeah. I, I, I can leave it at that, which I don't know. I'm like, right now I'm happy. I love this shit. You know, when you're gone, you're gone. You know what I'm saying? When I was saying I want to step away, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, I didn't gave my life to this since I was 12. Who who knows how much in the tank? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, I'm with you on that, man. You know, I'm like decades, I don't man. know. How, yeah, I'm like I don't know how much in the tank. So with that being said, and I posted this on all my social media accounts. Y'all gonna miss me when I'm gone. So you know, have it as we say. Fuck how it turned out. You know that that's how I'm going out. Fuck how it turned out. So. Even if it be a part two, I got a part one on the way, uh, and the cover sitting on Infamous Sports, you know, 
And you know you're gonna be the first to get it, Prez. You you're uh, going to be the first to get it. So you can tell me really if, if 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 my shit sink or swim. You hear me in your toilet? <laughs> I love. I'm yeah, gonna put oh, in your yeah. toilet first. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm definitely looking forward to uh, checking it out because I already know you know what I'm saying from into deep heaven sent hell bound all the stuff you've done new direction you always bring your A game you know what I'm saying what we've heard tonight so far same thing so, so you know, definitely looking forward to it so if my if my shit you know gonna float in your toilet you know what I'm saying you let me know if the shit gonna you know what I'm saying it ain't what it is you know what I'm saying we gonna we gonna flush it out because. Every day is a new day that, that we're blessed with. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know we just got to look at it like like that. Now, when I when I tell you I'm done, I, I give you an excuse to let you know it's over with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but yeah. Well, right now, I, I, hope I love for, for many years, man. Because <clears throat> without guys like you, I wouldn't be doing this shit. You know, real talk. Yeah. I ain't gonna cover no Takashi yeah, like, six oh, nine bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck him. You know what I'm saying? That's what. It, if look, that's I, all look, there is. I, that's I, when I'm out of here. <laughs> oh look, and I made a song. And look, and on some real shit. If he want to pull up, cause I, I had some people email me about the song, and I, I was like, dude, you know, I be in, I be in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Wherever, you know what I'm saying? Just pull up. You know what I'm saying? Nobody. When I went to Florida, nobody pulled up. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, you know, I don't, I, I'm on some real shit. I don't, fuck security. You know, I'm my own security. I'm saving that money. You know what I'm saying? I look, I got my own scraps. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, we don't, we don't look. I, look, it's say the crime clicker. I ain't, we ain't called the crime clicker. No, we, we've been with that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. with that being said, you, you pull up, you pull up. You know what I'm saying? And nobody, none of his people pulled up. And, you know, when I sent the message back, you know, like, when I told him what it was going to be, I could have had a sit down with his folks. You know what I'm saying? But I still feel like you on some whole shit. I, I did the song because you were on some whole shit because you snitched. You know what I'm saying? That was the only thing I said about, you know, if if you feel some type of way, you know, DVS was on the song, 420 was on the song. If you feel some type of way because my name was on the song and I had them featured on it, if you feel some type of way, you know, you, you need to reach out. You know what I'm saying? You ain't going to come to Memphis and do no whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we're gonna pull. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up. If you if he came to Memphis, I'm going to pull up. You get the security, you know what I'm saying? We, I'm, I'm going to pull up, you know what I'm saying? Whatever happens, whoop the whoop. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my presence be felt. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm a, you know, I, I ain't, you know, like they say, you and this is something that I ain't never understood, you know, like people say when you go to people's town, you know, you need to uh, to reach out. I've been to plenty of cities. I ain't never reached out to nobody. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like I got to reach out, let's reach out to each other. You know what I'm saying? We can yeah. keep records and we can get gangsters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's gotta, the shit uh, I'm with, but You got to deal with different yeah, people accordingly now. You just don't know. You know, everything is... Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything's a volatile situation yeah. right around the corner. It's like with the cops. You and just I, don't know, man. Which, is, yeah, which cop I, I'm, is, is I'm, I'm, ask for my license, the aggressive one or the one that's, uh, you know, going to gonna be let me go and let me slide? Probably ain't going to be that guy. Let me hit you with this. I, pulled up, I was in South Memphis today. 
got pulled up somewhere. A dude, uh, you know, he he was with the shit. You know, I'm 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 from South Memphis. Magnolia's in South Memphis. I don't think the dude knew I was from South Memphis. He was with some bullshit, you know. And I was like, dude, it's whatever. He was like, you can check in every time. I ain't checking in, dude. I've been in. You see what I'm saying? Them, them my exact words what I told. It ain't no checking in with me, bro. I've been here. You know what I'm saying? He like 10 years younger than me. I ain't, Why I got to check in when I've been here? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't, it ain't no checking in with me, dog, bro. You, you, I'm not, I, I will never, Scott, uh, friends, I'm going to tell you this. I will never check in in my fucking neighborhood if I pull up in my neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? Because no, you have what I did for this area, dude, I get you canceled. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that yeah. was real shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, these, these young we, guys, we, man, they just don't have no respect. Um, you know, they it's, it's the same thing, man, even in the hip-hop game, man. You know, um, like these podcasts that keep popping up, man. They want to uh, act like they don't ask a lot of these artists the same shit we asked them ten years ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be an arrogant asshole about it, but it's the truth. These motherfuckers just pop up every day, and there's just no respect, man. They don't even Google. I've seen rappers like uh, we always laugh about this one, Mac J, uh, and myself. We'd always laugh about this in Skinny Mate. Um, there's this this white rapper dude calls himself Aunt Banks. It's like, man, ain't you ever heard of the big badass or sitting on something fat or you know, can't you Google Aunt yeah. Banks? There's a real rapper producer named Aunt Banks. You know, uh there's even they a DJ Paul who was laughing you know about that too. There's there's a fake DJ Paul. Some uh Oh dude is a is a dude named Tucson be using my name. You know, I'm uh, like I'm like, they like, well, you're not too soft, you're like, ah. I'm like, dude, that's like a Roman maneuver. It ain't my fault that you're not educated, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, I've been, yeah, I'm like, dude, I've been like. Like cream green like, shit. Yeah, I'm like, but if you listen, if you go back and listen to my old stuff on this cracking, it was two times. So I'm like, dude, both of those names I've, I've been doing, you know what I'm saying? And the only yeah. reason, you know. It was an issue. I'm like, everybody don't want to be too tall. I'm like, damn, when I'm, ain't none of y'all skin like mine, so you're not too tall. You're just a black motherfucker and you just want to be too tall. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to ride off my name, cool, pay me. That's how I feel about it, you know. But they don't feel like they should pay me. But I'm like, hmm, I paved the way for y'all motherfuckers to be too tall because my skin is actually too tall. And they were like, um, my, my lawyer was like, well, they got a record label called Tucson. But I'm like, okay, I understand that, but all these artists want to be Tucson. And they was like, well, as long as you've been paid, I'm fucking. You know what I'm saying? So long as you want to be me, you know, and that's why I say it on a lot of songs. A lot of people want to be me, but they can't. Because I get y'all money because you want to be Tucson. <laughs> I think yeah. you, you should say you you three-tone at this point because Two-Tone is collecting royalties off, off off this name. So, okay, but common sense never kicked in. So I don't give a fuck for 20 years from now if you want to be Two-Tone, just pay me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
Brother, it's always always an honor to have you on the show. Definitely got to do it again, man. Um, let's give him this hot 40. But before uh, before we hit play on that, close out the show, I want to give you the floor so you can give them all your social media. And you know, just let them know, man, where they can go get the music and where they can support. Man, y'all can go to the blackrainstore.com and get the music exclusive from the website. Or you can go to official Black Rain ENT and get the music. You know, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. You know, it's two-tone, um, it's two-tone gangster uh, on Facebook, and it's uh, I-I-T-O-N-E at Instagram. Uh, man, we, we just started the Snapchat, man, um, you know, Man, what can we do it for that? I think I'm under. Hey, hey, Chris, I think we need to do it only fans. You know, what I'm <laughs> ain't just for the fans. <laughs> yeah. right. But uh, you know, uh, we got the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? The, you can go to Black Rain ENT. You know, if anything, you can find us there, Black Rain ENT on on all platforms. So we got uh, the Mister Four Twenty coming out. Um, like the Jack Daniels drop drop three twenty four, um, man. We got plenty of music. If you just check in in his sites platforms, man. Some coming every two to three weeks, man. We we, we run that default, man. That that's how it's going down, you know. Now and forever, it, it ain't no pause. You know what I'm saying? As, as Pancho said, I don't know if y'all know remember Pancho Vila from the Sources movie. He said it ain't no pause. So as from that on, and then no pause, we come. Hell yeah, hell yeah, man! And uh, again, everybody go to the, uh, go to the Black Ring store, get all those classics. You know what I'm saying? You got tons of music, hell of a catalog. Always an honor, like I said, brother. Man, you, you take care of yourself. Let's do this again. And uh, man, this hot forty. Tell us about this as we get out of here. Man, this song, man, I was sitting there, and, you know, everything ain't for the dollar, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> right now, I was just like, you know, you know, you know, they have to, you know, the women, everything the faulty, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 get the, you get the head, everything, everything is for the dollar, you know what I'm saying? Back, look, back in the day, you know, we were going to be with somebody, you know, you, you got to pay it, you know what I'm saying? Now everything forty dollars. I, I don't look. I don't know what what person in, invented the forty dollars, but the forty dollars is the hot forty right now. So, so that's how I came up with the song. I was like, man, I end up doing I end up doing the song. Well, I end up doing the first verse, and I was like, I didn't have a hook, and uh, I didn't have a hook. I'm, I'm just telling you how the song came about. I didn't have a hook. I did like I think. I might be did like twelve or uh, fourteen lines. I don't remember how many lines did. I'm just tell you off the top of my head. And I was like, I had to think of something else. I was sitting there in the studio, and um, uh, and uh, somebody was like, um, uh, the girl came in. She was she was talking to somebody. I don't remember who she was talking to. It could have been four twenty, or I don't remember it was Twiggy, somebody. I don't know. Somebody was talking about. It was like, uh, uh, it could have been. I don't think it was Squeaky. Squeaky wasn't in there. But we were sitting there, cause we were vibing to the beat, cause I had just recorded the first three balls. 
And Mike was like, she, you got to, uh, I said, Mike, Jake Daniels. She was like, uh, you got to come to something. I was like, man, I can't think of no hook. And and, and later she, she was talking to which was ignoring her. She was like, I have to go for the high 40. Bam, that was the song. So I, was, I went, <laughs> well, I ended up in the rap, in the verses, actually for them all. So, and she was talking. Because I was actually in the uh, vocal booth at the time. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you want me to keep going? And she was talking. She was just constantly talking. So I was like, I said, just mute that part out. I was like, just mute the vibe. I'm just keep rapping. And I, I, the song is actually a freestyle. It's wow. not our um, actual. The song is not actual uh, a song that I wrote. It was actually me just freestyling 40 balls. So that's why it was called Hot 40. Cause she was, and she said Hot 40. And that was it. So I just rapped forty bars, and it was and it ended up being forty bars that I rapped. So that's that's a, so that's how the song ended up being called Hot Forty because I actually rapped forty bars. With her saying it, you know, you feel what I'm saying? And yeah. that that was the song right there. Just right there, man. Just just off the top, and. uh it's dope to to hear how you come up with the titles of some of these songs too, man. Uh, this is Hot Forty Two Tone. You know what I'm saying? Again, make sure to support them. Black Rain Entertainment. Make sure to go get the music, um, and just be on the lookout for what's coming. Two Tone, thank you again, my brother. You take care of yourself, man. We out. Yeah, yeah. What it do? You heard me. You know I'll do anything for the forty. Ain't that what this little pocket in the pan is for? Yeah, I'm on the porch chilling, talking to my folks again. I told them that it's up, niggas down to make them in. I called Marty and he told me it was different ways. I called an audible, get me time to play. Your friends ain't your friend, best believe a soda clue. Money long, got them gone, bitch, I pay my dues. Niggas change and it's cool. That's what's up. I ain't looking around for niggas. I don't give a fuck. My black car status. I'm done playing with bills. Think of playing with your nigga. You can get killed. When your friends turn the fold, treat them like some hoes. I washed away the tide like your mama washed your clothes. I had to learn my work. Yeah, it's big amounts. Bank account, love it. Ain't no discount. I met your bitch. Fuck it, fuck
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.